Yo, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Capturing the World podcast featuring myself, David Carmichael II, and co host Damian Britt. Yo, yo, what's going on? This is the first episode. Be baby first. <laughs> so, yeah, man, this is, um, you know, something that I wanted to do. Um, with the help of, you know, my homeboy Damien and um, some other people, you know, telling me to, um, you know, do a podcast. Um, so, I got my own clothing brand. It's called Capture the World, um, based out of Hampton, Virginia. And the reason I wanted to do a podcast was, you know, I wanted to find a way to create some more um, content, you know, for my brand. And... um so yeah, basically just want to record my journey in um, entrepreneurship and to reach a, um, a wider audience. So that's why I wanted to do the podcast and that's you know get some insight on um, business and entrepreneurship and how to you know help other people with their businesses and you know have some guests up here and they can kind of you know tell their story of, of their business and try to reach a wider audience as well. Um, so like I said, man, um, my brand's called Capture the World. And basically, the history behind it is um, it started way back in the 90s with my father. And um, he was incarcerated when I was a child. And um, while he was locked up, um, he came up with the name Capture the World. And, you know, when I was young, I'll go visit him. Um, even, you know, he'll send me packages with, um, you know, different types of shirts. He was very artistic. And he would, like, you know, hand draw um, different you know, different cartoon characters. I used to watch TV shows and, you know, like the Rugrats, um, Space Jam, um, Looney Tunes, you know what I'm saying? He'll make, um, he'll like hand paint these shirts while he was locked up and he would send them to me. And when he, you know, he would tell me when he, you know, when I get out, um, I'm going to create this, you know, this clothing brand called Capture the World. And the basic started off as like a screen print company. And he was like, you know, I'll tell you, I'm going to bring you along the way as my, as you know, since you're my son, I'm going to show you the way to how to do this thing. And then eventually I'm going to give it to you. And, um, when he got out, it was about 2003 when he got out, um, you know, he started doing the t-shirt thing. He used to do fashion shows as well. Um, as I got older, he'll tell me how to screen print, how to design and do stuff like that. And around 2016, that's when I came up with, you know, that's when I took it over as my own and, um, you know, my dad was in the background helping me out, and now he's kind of, like, letting me do my own thing with it. Um, so, yeah, that's basically how it started. He passed the torch to me, and um, I'm not trying to carry on his legacy and try to reach a, a wider audience. You know, we're in the age of technology, so just trying to get it out there, um, you know, as much as I can and try to make it a, a real big brand. And, um Oh yeah, we got we got Damien. You know he got his own thing too. You know what you got going on, Damien? I ain't trying to leave you out. A few things going on. You know I have my own photography with uh, fresco photography, and as well as you know videography. I'm getting stepping into the podcast and uh, recording as well. So that's about it as far as me. So with you, uh, I would generally like to know, like with your clothing so far, like. What has been like your biggest success, or you know, steps to success? As, oh, they would say. Um, shoot. Well, as far as sales, man. Um, I would say like doing pop up shops. Um, 
it's, it's been a struggle sell, selling online. I don't know. I feel like to me, you know, selling online, it's like you got to really create or have a big following, you know, to have people to trust to, you know, to buy from your website. You know, especially they never heard of you. They never seen your clothing in person. You don't really have a, um, you know, a reputation yet amongst the country. You might have a reputation locally, but, you know, online it's a whole different ball game, especially when it comes to clothing. Right, right. Um, because right. you got, you know, different qualities of clothing. And you might buy something online and then it might not fit. It might be like a, it might run small, it might run too big. Like clothing is real tricky, man. Like, um, you know, one thing I would say, you know, we, we in the age of technology where a lot of us are buying stuff online. Um, a lot of us are buying stuff off of Amazon. That's true. Stuff like that. And But when it comes to clothing, you really want to know what you're buying and you like to try stuff on. You can't really do that if you buy stuff online. So I feel like you always need like a brick and mortar store. As far as buying clothes, that's on, it's not going to never like go out of style as far as those type of stores. Um, but like you said, back to your question, um, my biggest success, I'd say the pop-up shops as far as, far as me making sales because people can actually see your product in person. You can actually tell them the story about your brand and you can you know introduce yourself as the owner of the company. They can get to know you and you can build a relationship like that. So that's what I would say. Nice, nice. So generally, uh, well, when uh, entrepreneurs, you know, they sell, they tend to cater to a certain type of market. So what would you say is your uh, target market as far as your clothing goes? Um, as my target market, I would say, well, I'm, I'm about 28 right now. Um, I, would, I would say my audience would be about from 18, maybe to 18 to 34. Okay. And I'm basing it, I'm basing that off my Instagram insights. Like I check my Instagram insights all the time on my clothing brand, um, social media. So I would say about that age range, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's for everybody. I mean, it's kind of cliche. Everybody will say they're, whatever their business is for everybody, but you always gonna have a target audience, no matter how much you want to say it's for everybody. So I'll say it's about from 18 to 34 years old. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. So, um, it was something else I had to ask you as well. So you mentioned like your online sales and generally that you, you know, you do the pop-up shops, but you sell online as well. So what would be uh, your like biggest difficulties as far as like selling online or what do you feel as if that you need to do in order to boost your online sales or your online credibility? Um, Man, that's a good question. Um, I would say, um, Trying to get somebody that can really, uh, you know, like, you know, we got brand ambassadors, but somebody uh -huh. that can really, like, one big name that can actually, like, get your stuff going. Just boost the brand. Just boost the brand right, up. Right, just right, trying right. to find a couple of people that can really boost it because I'm not going to say everybody wears stuff or buys stuff because they see somebody else wearing it. But when it comes to clothes, you, it's hard to just get out there without having, like, a name to really boost it um so that's what i'm thinking it would take for me to actually get my online sales going mm -hmm. because it's just but it's even it's hard to get in contact with certain celebrities because some celebrities might have their like email in their profile but we're like we live in an age where it's easier than ever to get in contact with somebody you know what i'm saying like back in the day i don't know how those people you know find out who are their you know PR team is or who right. who their marketing team is, but 
you know, now most of these people have their emails in their website. I mean, on their Instagram profiles, Twitter profiles, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been trying to, like, look at certain celebrities that I think would represent my brand the best. Um, nice. And, um, you know, I, I email them. Most of the time, like I said, it's not, like, the actual celebrity that will answer the emails. Their marketing team, PR team. And they'll, sometimes they'll hit me back. A lot of them haven't hit me back. And if they do hit me back, they'll be like, it's a charge. You, you know, we'll charge you like $500. We can send your stuff to this person. They'll wear it, but you got to okay. pay this amount of money. I haven't been ready to do that yet because it has the, the people that has hit me back, I didn't think it was worth it for me to pay that money to do that. But right. if it's somebody that I know would boost my sales, then I'll that's do that. That's actually worth it, Actually right? worth it, yeah. Uh, okay. So it's hard, but yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. That's what's up. So you took over the clothing line from your father. So how many years have you had it on your own so far? Um, I would say since 2016. 2016. Okay, that's what's up. So yeah. a couple of years so far. So like, what's uh, what's kept you like motivated to keep going? Like, what what has you know driven you to just continue on regardless of the ups and downs of your progress so far? Um. Man, that's a good question too, man. I would just say, um, I don't know. Just knowing that, I'm confident that it will, you know, it'll blow up one day and it'll right. be a nice brand. Right, right. But if it don't, it's not the, for me. It's not the end it's of the world. The end of the world, okay, yeah. Because you know, if you know, a lot of y'all don't know, I still work my nine to five. You know, I work in the shipyard, Newport News. Um, so I still have a nine to five. That nine to five pays my bills. It allows me to live, survive out here in this world. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. This clothing line is on the side, but I would like that to be my main hustle one day. Um, but, you know, I, I have a good job. I have a great job. I'm made to pay my bills, live a good life. So if all this fails, I'm not, like, out here homeless or nothing. But, right. You know, but yeah, that keeps me going that it's not the end of the world. But and also, I don't know. I just, I'm in love with the process as well. So I know that if I keep grinding, it's keep, all, about the, all trust, about the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. Because <laughs> if you, if you, you know, whatever business you have, if you out here doing it because you need, you know, because of the money, like if you're just trying to make a quick buck, you're not going to really do what you have to do to, you know, get what you need to get to. You're just trying to make a quick buck. You're going to just do whatever you got to do to get that quick buck. I got you're you. not going to put your time and effort into yeah. it. So. For me, it's like, you know, a clothing brand is real competitive, you know, because I feel like everybody has a clothing line, um, you know, and you, you try to you, you try to be different. You don't want to be doing the same thing somebody else is doing. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, I just know I'm real confident that it will it will be something. So that's what keeps me going as well. Definitely. Well, that's what's up, because, you know, I'm, you know, being your friend and, you know, I realize that you're continuation and like your drive for the things that you do the passion that you have for your brand is 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 inspiring actually you know for you know myself and others to you know continue on with our passions and the crafts that we have then you know molding them and cultivating them to the best that they could possibly be as far as you know i would say so right. um what else did i have to ask um so as far as like um you know friends and family and you know the support from them like how would you say does that help you or like have they been in constant you know 
help within your circle as far as pushing your brand and if not then how could they better how could it be better i would say yeah um Man, I would say my family has really supported me a lot. Um, uh-huh. My mom and my dad's side of the family. Um, you know, even in the beginning when I started kind of doing it on my own, um, you know, they gave me, you know, different pointers on what to do or what I can do to improve it. And I can say, like, pretty much most of my family has bought something from me. Right. Um, like, even when my cousins came down here from my, my sister's um, graduation party, um, both of them like bought like a lot of stuff, you know, and I showed them what I had. They bought like a hat, like a couple of shirts, some shorts, a whole bunch of stuff. So, you know, that I really, I was really appreciative of that. And um, well, yeah, like majority of my family has bought some either online or when they come see me, they'll buy something. Or when I come see them, I make sure I bring some stuff for them for them to look at. Okay, you know. So yeah, that's what's up. Um, so of course, yeah, your family supports you, but you know, what about the the people from your community like as far as like your demographics goes like you know we're african-american so as far as like the african-american demographic how much of a support have they been to you thus far and is it uh has it been good great okay or what just tell me what's up um i mean yeah you speaking about demographics i would say yeah mostly um african-american people um, right. but you know, I'm not, it's not like a certain demographic I'm just trying to sell to. That's true. Um, but you know, it's just, and you know, whoever you hang out with the most, or that's going to be the proximity or the people that you end up running into. Yeah, that's definitely true. And you know, the different events I go to is predominantly black, right, right. but it's just like, you know, that's who comes, you know, but, um, but yeah, the black community has really supported me, um. I, w- I went to a pop-up shop last month. It was like a, um, a thing for Juneteenth. It was called the Mind Your Business Pop-Up Shop. Okay, was, yeah, I heard about that. How was it? It was great, man. Um, the guys are Willie and um, I forgot the other guy's name, man. But it was them two, and they invited me Larry? out there. Le- no, yeah, I said Willie. Yeah, Larry and um, it was another guy. Um, I forgot his name. Shout out to Larry Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was them two, and... um. They invited me out here to this this little um, pop up shop, and there was about thirty different businesses there, and um, you know I was able to sell my clothing, and it was a good turnout, man. You had a whole bunch of different businesses. You had a lot of performers, um, you know, different food vendors, clothing brands. Um, nice, nice. This whole bunch of different businesses, man. It's you know black That's people really up. support each other, and um, it was great. And I made a you know a good turnaround in sales, and um. And you know, because when people come by my table, it is I think my the name of the of my brand really attracts people to find out what what's about. Because they'll come to my table and they'll say, you know, capture the world. That's dope. Like, what's the story behind it? And then when I tell them the story behind it, they'll you know be more inclined to buy something, or not even buy something, just hear me out on what I got to say. You nice. know what I'm saying? And um, you know, either they take a card whatever like because for me it's not always about always trying i mean you want to make a sale every time right but for me when i do pop-up shops i try to at least have them take a car at least yeah just make that that general connection the general connection yeah yeah yeah. because you don't want to just you know when you run the business you want to make sales but you don't want to just be like bye 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 Right. I don't care nothing about you. Just buy my product. Uh-huh. It's all about rapport, like building rapport with customers. Exactly. You know, so, you know the networking and open up 
more and better opportunities for you and your brand, right? Exactly. Okay. You want, and you want to build a relationship with the customer too, you know, because if they see that I'm a, you know, I'm a cool guy, um, you know, and I'm really passionate about what I'm doing, they'll be more inclined to want to support my brand. And even if they don't buy nothing at that time, they still have my card and can always go online and purchase something in the future. So that's what it's all about for me, just building that relationship with the customer. Nice, that's what's up, because, you know, we are definitely in the digital age, but also in the age of uh, being more supportive of our community. You know, we're shelling out all of our uh, funds to these other businesses that, you know, don't support us not one bit. So to be able to take our finances and, you know, build each other up and build each other's brands, I feel like it's a beautiful thing and it's necessary. At this time that we live in today, exactly. Oh, and the um the guy name was was Robert and uh, Larry. I forgot another guy's name was Robert and Larry. Shout out to them. Appreciate them for doing that event. But yeah, man, I agree with you on that, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. But um, but yeah, you know, we gotta support each other, and um, you know, like whatever we got going on, you want to support, and and you also want to make sure you. Your actual product is a good quality product. Because in the beginning, I ain't going to lie, like when I started, I knew how to print, but I wasn't really fond on different qualities of clothing. So, like, I'd be using, like, Hanes T-shirts, um, Fruit de Loom T-shirts, and Gildan and stuff like that. Which, you know, like, we starting to brand... I mean, you got no choice but to learn. So you might have to start off on like a certain quality of a T-shirt or whatever. But like, I'll go like different stores around the area and buy shirts and print on them and try to sell it. And then I was, you know, like, man, I need to really research, make sure I'm putting my best product out there. So like I would research and then find out it was like different, better quality cotton T-shirts, um, hoodies and hats and different stuff like that so i try to invest more of my money on better quality product and um i've been doing that this year and i've been getting getting even better turnaround on myself too because they'll feel my clothing and they'll say well man, this is a real nice you know cotton shirt bro like, this is really soft real good quality like, i want to buy it you know what i'm saying so nice it's all about this researching too man you gotta research definitely so with your brand and all like i know that your father you know he was he played a, a key role in you know your upbringing through the brand but who else has served as you know uh sort of a inspirations you know you know as far as your process with the line itself um man um well far as like maybe like celebrity influences right. you know um i would say um damon john and that's the guy that created fubu uh-huh and you know most people might laugh at fubu now but that guy's worth like a quarter billion dollars. Definitely. And like, you know, at the time of his creation, like it was iconic for, you know, our community and our people at the time, you know? Facts. So, Facts. Right. Because like even, you know, back in the 90s, you know, that's when it was really popping. Um, and like I said, his grind really inspired me. Like even seeing him on Shark Tank, you know, people might know him by Shark Tank, but he was, you know, hustling way before then. And um, just the, the things he had to do to get his brand out there, it wasn't no social media back then. 
the stuff we have now is like he didn't have all that. So he was still able to get his stuff out there as an African-American man to get his brand out there like that, to make money off of it and to actually make an impact in the hip hop community and just the world in general. You know, that's one of my inspirations all the time. And, um, and people like um, Jerry Lorenzo, he has the Fair God clothing brand. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows Virgil, Virgil Abloh. He got the off-white. And um, and just them two in general, I've learned more about them as far as, you know, fashion is real tricky. And they don't really li- let a lot of us in as far as, you know, the luxury side of fashion. Right. Because for, to me, I haven't really heard of anybody before them too that really is making an impact with their own brands and the luxury thing and um I mean, you got kanye too he has you know he has the yeezys and he's more like upscale clothing for him as well and um you know all of them are, are my inspiration you know african-american men that's making an impact and even rihanna now rihanna got her fancy um she had what's it called the fancy uh makeup stuff but now she yeah. has to own her own brand with that luxury brand too right 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 so right. it's like you know us african-americans are really making an impact on the luxury clothing side, and um, you know even people like Dapper Dan, like he's more of an older generation type person, but you know he's been doing his thing for a while, and um, and I'm just saying like more of us are being accepted in the artistic. There's different things like artistically, like we're being shown, and the spotlight is on us to you know showcase our talent. So all of them are like uh, inspiration to me, you know. So I look at them. It's inspirational all the time. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, I mean, uh, I guess we can just break into a regular conversation real quick. I mean, you know, how was your day? It was pretty good, man. Um, You know, I just, every time, oh, I've been off for the last couple of days from my job. So, I've been able to focus on my clothing brand. Um, right. You know, what I normally would do. I'll go to work and then I'll come back home and I'll go in my little room. I have all my equipment in my room. Um, well, not my main room, but I have another room separated with all my equipment. Uh-huh. I got my heat press machine, my screen printing machine. Um, I got my vinyl um, cutter, you know, um, heat transfer vinyl, my computer, all my T-shirts, everything is in there. So I'll go in there and I start making designs, you know, I print, you know, get it cut and then I heat press it or a screen print and whatever I'm doing. Um, just try to come up with something different every day and even try to build up my, um, my, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Build up my, not but my portfolio, but all my clothes, make sure I'm, st- I'm stocked in clothing, like build my verbosaw, yeah, right, stuff right, like right, that. Right. So, so that process is like a day to day, like an everyday or, you know, just about every day for you? Um, pretty much every day. I want to at least spend a couple of hours on my business every right, day, you got to, you got to. at least an hour or two, you know, at the most. Just don't want to waste any time of my day because you know a lot of us might say we don't have time on our side when we want to do things um we might blame our job for not giving us enough time to do our other stuff but if you really sit down and jot down what you really spend your time on right you're realizing that you might be spending a lot of time bsing but it might not seem like you bsing because you're not really thinking about it but if you actually if some if somebody was able to record what you do on a daily basis, you'll see that you're actually wasting a lot of time. If you know, if you're really trying to do something on the side and you're saying you don't have enough time, just trying to use that time wisely, man. So that's you know, spend don't spend less time doing BS and more time right. doing what you want to do. 
Right, because, you know, we all uh, make time for what we want to make time for. So uh, generally, like, there's no excuses for anything that we want to do or try to accomplish. Right. Right. So and it's all about you, man. Like, you know, you got to put the effort. You got to put the work in. Um, you just can't make excuses for why your life is a certain way. I mean, everybody has different scenarios and different things going on in life. Um, but I can tell you that it's a majority of us that don't really have nothing that's really holding us back. It's just ourselves. So the quicker you get that in your mind that most of the time it might be you that's holding yourself back, then that's when you will actually start grinding and really doing what you want to do. Because a lot of us have ideas, but a lot, a lot of us don't have the execution. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. how I feel. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You know, we know we sometimes we don't, we say things and come up with ideas and, you know, we don't execute or we don't follow through. And the main thing is um, we're never, sometimes we're often not really too consistent on what our goals are. And right. most times, you know, we don't even set our goals, but I realized from myself and, you know, other colleagues that mainly like we're just afraid to fail. Like we feel as if that, this idea has to be that idea that shoots off and if it doesn't then you know i failed i can't do this anymore and right i feel like that in order for you to progress you have to fail like i feel like the greatest minds they've probably failed like a million trillion times before they got it right that's what i'm saying a lot of us the people we look up to i feel like sometimes we would think that they got it right right away like but everybody that is you know how to what the world claims successful you may, you know you might have a lot of money that's what a lot of us look at as success you might think like man they made it just like that but man they might have failed so many times you just don't never know you don't you don't know right so even people that rap like they want to you know skip the steps or whatever you got to do to get to where you want to get to you can't skip any steps man you gotta it's the same for the most part it's the same route granted some people might have connections already um they might have a couple of things that you don't have at the moment but the majority of them had to take that same process so you just got to be patient and just don't be afraid of failure um because you're not gonna never know until you try that's true you know what i mean so just gotta believe in whatever you're doing man just because if you already thinking, if you're going into it thinking you're going to fail, you already fail. you already done. You know what I'm saying? That's not a good mindset to have. You just got to really really believe in what you're doing. And, you know, take some advice on the way. Just don't be so cocky that you're not taking nobody's advice. Right. Because some people might give you some advice that don't make no sense. And you can kind of tell, like, okay, this is some BS. Or this might be some good advice I should, I should take down and remember it along the way. You know, so... It's just all about you, man. Just don't be, don't be discouraged. Just take that step. So, but yeah. Uh, anything else that you wanted to cover? Um, yeah, man. I got uh, hold on one second. Just, just a, just a review of um, you know, everything that I've done this year. Some highlights um about my brand this year. Um, I introduced the spring summer collection um this year. And it was just a, 
some different types of clothing, like uh, some shorts, like three different pairs of shorts, men's shorts. Um, I had some crop tops for women. Um, that's different types of t-shirts as well. Um, a whole bunch of hats. Just you know, like I said, summer wear in general. And um, I had you know, I would probably drop like I dro- initially I dropped like five pieces, and then like throughout the spring and summer, I drop like a new piece every week or two weeks. And um, if you want to check that out, still. It's on the website at uh, capstoworldapparel.com. If you want to take a look at that. Um, and we also had a chance to have a clothing in stores. Um, it was a lady that goes by the name of Tracy Shepard. Um, she has a boutique called Mary's Boutique in Newport News. And um, she gave me the opportunity to, you know, place my clothing in her stores. All right, all right. So that was a, a big step. But, you know, we never had our clothing in stores before. Um, so I had my stuff in her store from, from January to like June, well, from January to the beginning of May. And, um, it was a good, it was a good thing. Um, unfortunately I had to take my stuff out of her store. That's just a decision that I wanted to make, um, a business decision. Um, you know, none, no ill will, no ill will against her, but, um, the sales were going good, but like I said, it's it's a woman's boutique. And nothing against women's clothing, but you know my clothing is for everybody. Right. And right. I feel like at that time, I wasn't really reaching the male audience um, in her store. And I mean, it makes sense because she's a, a woman's boutique, and it's, it'd be hard to reach males in a, in a boutique that's you know geared more towards women. That's true. So um, I was selling a lot of women's clothes in there, but if the goal is to reach everybody, that wasn't really meeting my goal. So my goal now is to just try to get my stuff in a, um, you know, a unisex store like that sells women and men's clothing. So when people come in there, they can they can expect to find something for whoever comes in there. Nice. So uh, any thoughts on possibly having your own store, your own location? Oh yeah, that's always been a goal for me, man. Um, you know, brick and mortar is, is something that you always would need to have, um, but it's just. Running a brick and mortar is definitely hard. Um, it, it can be expensive because you got to pay, you know, whatever the rent. You got to pay for the building. You got to keep the lights on. Right. Um, you know, where anything else that goes on with that building, and that's just that stuff. And then you got to make your profit from your clothing. So, and then you got to pay your workers to sell your stuff and everything in there. So it's a lot of um, expenses, a lot of costs that goes into that. But that's definitely a goal. One day, once I get you know get become a bigger clothing line i can be able to afford to do that um my goal is to have like a store in every continent i mean besides antarctica of course but you know all the other continents so one in northern america um asia europe australia india you know what i'm saying um africa you know so i mean because the brand's called capture the world so <laughs> they gotta have a store in every continent at least you know um but that's the goal, man. Is try to reach everybody around the world, cause clothing is an art. You know, we, I mean, that's just like painting or whatever other art you look at. It's clothing is art because it's, it represents us. You wear your clothing because you feel good about yourself. Right. So I want to reach that audience and reach the whole world. So that's my goal. And um, so yeah, so and we was in a different uh, fashion shows. The first fashion show was. The um, Glamorification Fashion Show that was in Hampton, and that was ran by Miss um, Tracy Shepard, the one I told you about the store that had the store. Okay. And that was back in February, so that was our first fashion show of this year. Um, 
and what other fashion shows we were in. Um, we just had a fashion show two weeks ago that was called the Iconic Fashion Show, ran by Miss Tracy as well. That was the Newport News. And we did a fashion show called a Stiletto Power Fashion Show. That was like a woman's empowerment event. So it was like all female nice. models. Nice, nice. And that was at Slover Library in Norfolk. And um, so that was all about the fashion shows. And then, you know, all the pop-up shops we did, like I said, the Mind Your Business pop-up shop. That was the um, you know, the black business thing that was last month. Um, and I also went to Atlanta. Um, you know, well, Damien, you went as well. Right. And so, yeah, that was an awesome uh, experience. That's seeing Atlanta for itself. Definitely and um, for that, for that uh, uh, build your own brand event, it was definitely awesome. You know, uh, connecting with different entrepreneurs there, it was just a you know totally awesome experience. Yes, sir. And uh, as I recall, I remember that you had an individual come up to you about your line because she was a part of the uh, the women's empowerment event. Right. So I, I also sponsored uh, another women's empowerment event that was in. I think Maryland. Um, this young lady by the name of um, Brianna Nicole. Is it Brianna Nicole? Or Nicole Brianna? But anyway, she had hit me up through email and she was looking for sponsors. And I was like, I can sponsor by donating products. And I like donated like 30 um, gift bags, like, you know, different hats and um, different like tote bags and stuff like that to the woman that was going to the event. And that was in Maryland. So when we went to Atlanta. I saw one of the young, well, she actually seen my shirt and she was like, oh, do you, are you the owner of Capture the World? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I got one of your hats. Um, did you sponsor like a woman's empowerment event? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, yeah, I got one of your hats. And now she was like, you know, telling me thank you for all, for the sponsorship and all that. But it just comes to tell you that it's a small world. The world's smaller than what you think. Right. Somebody from Maryland came down to Atlanta where we went to. And we still ran into each other. She had your product. She had my product. So that was kind of dope, man. You know, seeing somebody having it and just meeting somebody that I never knew that I would actually meet or I would actually run into. And she has her own thing, too. She sold me her portfolio. So she has some dope clothes, too. Nice clothing and some really unique photos. If you can't look at her name. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it right quick. But yeah. but yeah, um, that was dope. And um, as far as the other pop-up shops, let's see. Um, I think that was it. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to remember what else did we do. Um, let's see. Let's see. And we also have some stuff coming up for this year, too, as well. Um, another fashion show to look forward to. Um, that would be in Hampton, Virginia. And I think that's going to be on Labor Day weekend. I can't really recall. But, yeah, the other stuff that we did, um, yeah, working with brand ambassadors. So I'm trying to work with some brand ambassadors. Um, I got an internship. I'm trying to get started, trying to get some college students that want to be on board. So if you're in, nice. if you're in college, um, no matter if you're a freshman or senior or in between, um, I got an uh, internship coming out soon. So, if you follow us on Instagram, it's uh, Capture the World Apparel. Capture the World Apparel on Instagram. I'll be posting those details soon. And I'll be reaching out to the college campuses and seeing they can get that stuff um, posted on their website or wherever they post that type of stuff at. Um, what else to look for this year? Um, we have the fall winter collection coming up soon. I try to get started on my stuff early, real early. So I'm trying to get that fall winter collection started now. 
Um, oh, it's called the We Services Fashion Show. So it's supposed to be a fashion show on the roof, the rooftop of the Crown Plaza. Oh, that's on lit. Yeah, in Hampton, Virginia. So, and it's not like your traditional fashion show. It's like a whole different concept. So if you um, if you're looking forward to go to that event, like I said, it's Labor Day weekend. I have the flyer and everything on my Instagram page. Um, and then if you just follow, I think I have I have the person's page tagged on that flyer I, I had posted. So I think he has the link for tickets on his bio. Um, and we also have a fashion show in November called the Brief Easy Fashion Show. Um, it's this lady that goes by the name of Quetta, and she has like a nonprofit. Um, I think it's dedicated to organ donors. I think her, her husband um, needed like a, a liver or something. And he was able to find a match and he was able to get like his, you know, organ transplant. So I guess she's just, the thing is just dedicated for organ donors to try to help people that need organs, uh-huh. need transplants. Right. And she's just having a fashion show to kind of go make the money to go, to go towards her cause. And I'm supposed to be one of the designers for that show too. So look out for that in November. And um, so, yeah, that's what I got going on so far, man. That's what's up, man. Hey, man, you doing your thing out here? uh you know i i love your your drive your dedication towards you know what you believe in and i'm sure that you serve as you know uh excellent inspiration for others that are you know in the same lane or you know doing other things as well so you're very needed amongst our community that's a fact and um like i said i'm just trying to just trying to do what i think my purpose is in life and just see if I can do it, you know. Um, then that's for everybody. Like I don't feel like I'm any better than anybody else. I feel like wherever I'm doing, wherever talent or wherever you're trying to do, you can do it as well. And if anything I can do to help, I can help. Cause you know we're all on this, on this journey together. I didn't, I wouldn't say I made it yet. You know, um, I'm just trying to see if I can fulfill, fulfill my purpose and be happy too. It's all about being happy. Cause I listen to um. I listen to Gary V. I don't know if a lot of y'all know who Gary V is, but he's, I wouldn't even call him a motivational speaker, but he talks a lot about entrepreneurship. Um, he does his own podcast, but he's a very successful businessman. And a lot of things, what well, the majority of stuff he says, he gives you advice, but what it all lays down to for him is he just wants you to be happy. So it's not, it's not always about making money when you're doing business. To me, I feel like if I'm able to make enough money, to survive based on what wherever the job I have now, if I if my clothing line, if I can make enough money to survive off that, how I'm surviving off my nine to five now, I'll be happy. I don't really have to be a millionaire, I don't have to be a billionaire. If I'm just able to survive off my my main goal, and I feel like my I made it myself, you know, it's not all about making the most money you can make because right. you always gonna want more money. Oh yeah. That's not gonna never stop. No cap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> If you're just in it for the money, you're not going to never be happy because, you know, you can be a millionaire. But if Bill Gates had a million dollars, he might want to commit suicide. He's a billionaire. So it's like there's always different levels of money and you're not going to never be satisfied if that's always what you're searching for. So at the end of the day, like I said, Gary Vee, he just tried to preach about being happy. If you're just happy doing what you're doing, like it's nothing wrong with even having a nine to five. If you're happy with doing that, then you're already one. You already won in life, you know what I'm saying? So, right, because you can be a multi-millionaire, be depressed, be sad. It's just all about finding internal happiness. So, mm-hmm. wherever you think 
whatever you want to do that makes you happy, go ahead and do that. You know, it's not always about making a quick buck. So, um, that's what I'm just trying to preach and try to get out there to people. That's what's just up. Just having to reach their dreams and follow their dreams. If you're not happy, just find out what will make you happy and just try to pursue that. And you'll have a good life for what I, you know, believe in God, trust God, you know, and just follow your dreams and you should be okay. So, that's what I will always say to everybody that asks me for advice. How I keep making a life. Just got to be happy, man. That's what's up. That's you know, so simple, you know, so cliche, but that's right. what it is at the end of the at day. At the end of the day, you just want to be happy, man. Right, right. So, money ain't going to change that. Woman ain't, you know, have as many women as you can, ain't going to change that. Cars and clothes not going to change that. It's all about how you feel inside. So, yes, yeah, at the end of the day, it's what it is. Dope. Dope. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? I mean, nah, I, mean, I, I believe we covered everything so far in our first episode. Like, this has been a, a great experience for myself, I hope, for you as well, you know. And uh, we continue on with this. You know, this is the first of many. That's right, man. Um, and we definitely going to have some guests some guests on our next episodes. New guests. <laughs> we have a lot of talented people in the 757 area. Um, I've been hitting up a lot of people. A lot of local businesses, and I told them I want them to be on this show. Um, just to get them to, you know, talk about what they got going on. It's to kind of, you know, hype each other up. Like I said, this podcast is not just about me. Of course, I'm going to tell you all my journey on the way. But it's all about getting a different perspective of different businesses around this area. And it's for us to connect, you know, for us to support each other, um, for, for each other to hear our stories, and just to help each other out. So, just be looking for some more guests on this show. And um, to thank, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all have a good day. About to sign out. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, uh, Damien? Hey, we want to get better, you know what I'm saying? So, peace out. Everybody stay blessed. Good night. Good night. <laughs>